I'm Jennifer Brown, Family Consumer Science Agent with the North Carolina Cooperative Extension Service. Well, it is officially March, and March is National Nutrition Month, as well as it is Living Well Month. So throughout the month, we have a variety of workshops and programs planned that we can provide information to you about nutrition and about how you can eat well, be well, and live well throughout the month. First, you can always visit our uh, Facebook or Instagram page at Person Granville FCS. It's our food for thought page, and it has updates about any of our programs, the registration links, the costs, the dates, the information, and plenty of links on articles or recipes to help you eat well, live well, and be well this month. One of the first things that we have on our Facebook uh, page this month is our Eat Well calendar. As you can see, this is from the National Extension Association of Family Consumer Sciences. This is our Living Well calendar, and throughout the month of March, it has 31 ways or days to live well during this month. You can see that each day it has a variety of different suggestions. And there are about eight different types of wellness. You know, whether it's your social wellness, your emotional wellness, your mental, your financial, your physical, spiritual, so many different types. And throughout the entire month of March, we want to give you just some tips or just one thing that you can do each day to help improve your wellness. It could be, you know, just showing gratitude and saying thank you to people. It'll make you uh, feel better. It could be that you need to maybe reach out to someone else who's not feeling so well, being physically active, learning ways to control your, your stress, sleeping better, focusing on a budget, whether it's for your food budget or just your overall budget, making more meals at home. Maybe you set your own goals. You could create your own calendar for the month of March and write down one thing that you want to do each day. This is just an example. And again, it can uh, help you learn different things that you want to do and focus on throughout this month. First, uh, one of our first workshops or meetings is actually in conjunction with the CARTAR um, Council of Governments. We are having a meeting in both Person and Granville counties during the month of March, as well as the other counties that the Cartar region uh, works in or represents. This is a meeting to discuss a food policy or a food policy council. Several years ago, right before COVID happened, we, uh, the Cartar, had a variety of community meetings, one meeting in each of the five counties to gather input from the community, from the farming community, the consumers, the people who work with um, food in any way, shape, or form. And they were able to create a food policy, a document to help guide what some of the priorities we want to focus on to do programs. And of course, COVID happened, and those priorities went nowhere except that, that paper, unfortunately. But now we are revitalizing this food policy and are working to have a 
food policy council, a regional food policy council, so that one county doesn't have to, to do all the work. We can all come together. We can assess the needs within each county. So we want to hear from um, you know different experiences, challenges, and successes from some of our local farmers, processors, retailers, restaurant owners, food pantries, or any partners of those different organizations. So if you represent one of the uh, different groups and you are living or working in one of these five counties, those are the nights uh, that they're gonna be in each particular county. Um, you, you don't have to go to the county that you necessarily live in if, it, if that date doesn't work for you. Um, but if you want to register for one of these dates, we, we do ask you that you register because they're trying to plan numbers as well as local snacks will be provided. Each meeting um, will be from 5 to 7 p.m. at a variety of different locations. The one in Roxborough will be at the Person County Extension Office on March 6th, again from 5 to 7. You can scan the QR code on the right of that um, graph, or again, always go to our uh, Facebook page, and we'll have this flyer and the link that you can just click on from there. If you are in Granville County, we're going to be a little bit later in the month on March 27th. It's going to be at the Thornton Library in Oxford. So we hope to see you there so that we can get some input. And if you're interested in being on our Regional Food Policy Council, the QR code on the left is the one that you can scan to fill out an application to help serve on that. They're going to give you more information about the um, Food Council, the food policy at this meeting, but you can always find more information at the CARTAR Regional Council of Governments website. Okay. If you are interested in just getting some information about nutrition, maybe there's some things that you've heard of that you're not sure if it's true because there's a lot of myths online. Or, you know, you might have heard from someone who's maybe trying to sell you something or convince you of something. So we are going to have a Nutrition Month fact or fiction, kind of like a little game or a little activity that we're going to do on Monday, March 11th at the Person County Senior Center. So I have a variety of different questions that I will, will ask, and you can tell me if it's a fact or fiction. But I will also be available if you have any specific questions or things that you have heard. Now, it would be much, much easier for me if you would, you know, go on to our, our Facebook page and maybe shoot me a message, or you can always email me, um, jennifer.brown at ncsu.edu, so that I can have that question ahead of time and have some time to research it. But no matter what, we will find you your answer, even if it's not this particular day. Also, that same week is our monthly Lunch and Learn. It is going to take place on Thursday, March 14th at noon at the Person County Office Building. All of our Lunch and Learns cost $5 because we provide a nice, healthy, delicious lunch. At this particular Lunch and Learn, we're going to solely focus on National Nutrition Month. We're going to be doing, as you can see, a lot of different things throughout the month of March. But this theme for this year's National Nutrition Month is beyond the table. So we're going to talk about eating a variety of foods. We're definitely going to talk about sticking to a food budget because that's always important. 
And we want to talk um, also about reducing food waste. We're always concerned about the environment, but this will also help your budget. We don't want you to spend all your money buying healthy, nutritious foods, and then you just end up throwing it away because it goes bad or it rots or whatever else. For this Lunch and Learn, in order to um, have enough time to figure out what we're going to have and go to the grocery store and all that stuff, we ask that your $5 be turned in on March 8th. The only exception I will do is if you are going to be able to come to the March 11th uh, Fact or Fiction event at the Person County Senior Center. I will be on hand, and that will be the last possible uh, day or event where I will t- accept the $5 fee for Lunch to Learn. So you can see that we have a variety of different programs throughout the month. And it may seem like that's a lot. Well, we've got one more that we want to let you know about as well. This is a four-month series, but it's going to start in March. We're going to kickstart it during National Nutrition Month. And this is a collaboration Um, or a collaborative project between the North Carolina Extension Office and the Percy County Health Department. We are going to offer a MedSouth program. Now, you might have heard about the Mediterranean diet or the Mediterranean way of eating. That's what we're going to focus on. We're going to talk about the Mediterranean eating style, but with a little southern twist. Um, Whenever I talk about eating or nutrition or whatever else, I always have people remind me, well, we live in the South. That's not how we cook or we do it this way or whatever else. So we're going to take all of that into consideration. We have four different sessions, once one each month. It's going to take place on the third Monday of each month from March 18th all the way to June 17th. It's from 12 to 1. This workshop is free for you to attend, but we only have a certain amount of spots. So we are asking that you register for the series by calling the Person County Extension Office or by emailing me by March 8th. We need you to register ahead of for that program, as well as when you call or when you email. You need to make sure that you are available for all four sessions. Each session is going to focus on a variety of different themes with regards to nutrition and the Mediterranean way of eating. And you can miss so much information by missing one, even just one of the sessions. So please only call and register if you are able to commit to all four sessions. I promise this won't be the only time that we offer this program. So you can get maybe into the next class and maybe you'll be able to attend all four. This series is going to focus on our eating habits. You know, um, the five different food groups and what you're supposed to eat from each of these. It's also going to focus or remind everyone the importance of physical activity and how much you should be getting and what dietary habits we recommend. It's not big, huge, drastic things. Even just small little changes can make a very big difference in your overall health and wellness. We also understand that people's schedules are you know, crazy sometimes. And sometimes you have to eat out. You got to, you know, you've got practice or your kids got dance or something. You've got to get somebody to, and you just need to swing through and grab something. We will take that into consideration. 
throughout all of our programs, we never tell you, okay, you can't eat out anymore. You can't eat that or drink that anymore. We are just going to give you a list or just talk about balance. We're going to talk about moderation and we're going to talk about what is better than, than, you know, certain other things. So even if you are eating out, we're going to give you some tips and tricks and hacks and whatever so that you can eat out and do it as best as you can. You can be just a little bit healthier. If every time you go, you just made one small little change and it kept making your meals healthier and healthier, eventually you can change your long-term eating habits by just making small changes. And we're going to talk about the three evil trifecta, your sugar, your salt, and your fat. Oftentimes, these different things are not... Um, you know, are, are not cohesive together. It could be that you have, uh, you know, a meal that you're eating and it's low in one thing, but high in the other two. You know, it's low in sodium, but they replace some of the salt with some extra fat to flavor it or, you know, or sugar or whatever else. We're going to talk to you about that balance and about how to truly understand and read nutrition labels. You know, it's very difficult if you have a chronic disease. And if you have multiple chronic diseases, it gets even more difficult trying to balance all that. You know, you're so concerned about fat and um, cholesterol because you have a heart condition, but then your sugar's high. And so you need to focus on being concerned about sugar. It can be very difficult to find, you know, foods that might be good all the way across with regards to sugar, salt, and fat. So you need to be kind of a label detective is kind of what we tell people that you need to be able to read the labels to understand what you're eating. Even if it's not the best choice, you can at least know what you're eating and at least have all the the information and the knowledge. And maybe this is the choice you have to make right now, but you know enough that you can adjust what you're going to eat later based upon what you're eating now. If you're going to eat something that's a little bit higher in fat, then you need to be more uh, considerate of the fat in your dinner meal, maybe. So it's just about a, a balance. And it's about a balance with the calories you're intake in, as well as how much you're, you're burning. So that's where the physical activity piece comes in. Every session, we're going to have handouts and information for all of our participants. And we're also going to have some recipes that we will be able to share with you. Again, this series is um, free for you to participate in. We'll put the flyer up again. It is four sessions, one each month on the third Mondays of the month from 12 to 1. It's going to take place at the Person County Office Building, and it is free to register. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to just email me at that email address as well to ask any questions or to register. But again, please make sure that you are able to attend all four sessions. This has been uh, Jennifer Brown with your Gardener's Corner, and we're going to take a brief break to get a word on from one of our sponsors. Do you have those annoying potholes in your driveway? Need some driveway regrading? Or maybe you just need some new gravel. Give JT Allison a call. Jody has been in business for over 25 years, specializing in driveway grading and hauling gravel. He also does all types of small tractor work, 
and some backhoe and bush hogging work. Jody strives to do a top-notch job and to make sure that you, the customer, is always happy. Whether it's a small job or a big job, we have multiple truck sizes to accommodate your needs. Here at JT Allison, we appreciate your business. Check us out on Facebook at JT Allison, LLC, or give us a call at 336-583-6250. Jody and Kim Allison, we're rocking the county one load at a time. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Gardener's Corner. My name is Jennifer Brown, and this is your Food for Thought with the North Carolina Cooperative Extension Service. Before the break, we talked about the fact that it is National Nutrition Month, but it's also Living Well Month and so many other months. You know, every every month there's a different, um, you know, a health awareness thing. And there's also a variety of different months that represent certain types of cancer or health conditions. So March is also Colon Cancer Awareness I wanted to take a moment to try to provide you with some information about the colon. It is about five feet long if you were able to take it out and stretch it out. It is also about three inches wide and very muscular. It's a muscle that's constantly moving so that um, kind of like in wave-like motions to help transport our food waste throughout our body and out. And it is shaped like a, a tube, but hollow on the, the inside. We want a healthy colon that it, the tissue is very pink and it's free of polyps. And that's why we always recommend that you get tested, you know, or do any kind of preventative test to determine if you have any type of cancer, whether it's colon cancer, breast cancer, you know, that we go we have a colonoscopy. Sure that you are doing that, that you are seeing your doctor, that if you are of age, that you are having a colonoscopy. Or if maybe if colon cancer runs in your family, you might need to have, um, you know, a test. Your whole body can perform at its best. There is several different layers. Miss, you know, you're not getting te- checked for the pop. They're not removed, then they can become cancerous. It can start with a simple growth of a polyp, and it just continues to be abnormal and grow and grow over. It can um, there can be different types of polyps that can grow in there, and if you go to your gastroenterologist, they can tell you more about colon. The information that I am, am sharing is from the Rutgers Cancer Institute of New Jersey. Certain polyps are very easy to see during a visual examination. Other things are a little bit more harder to detect, you know, if you're having a actual examination. So you really want to have, um, you know, a colonoscopy to get checked for any polyps, because if that polyp is not removed, it could turn cancerous there. And it could become very red and inflamed inside of you. And that's not something definitely that you ever want to uh, have to, you know, hear about. 
We understand that with any type of cancer, a lot of times there's different stages. So you might have a small little, um, you know, a little polyp, you know, stage zero or something like that. And it just shows that you have some kind of abnormal cells and it has the potential to turn into cancer, but it's not yet cancer yet. It's not really growing. It hasn't, you know, broken through the layer of, of tissue yet. But as it progresses through that first, second, and third stage, the cancer cells are just growing and growing. And they're growing through that top layer of, you know, like I said, you've got different layers of your skin, that top layer of your colon there. And as it continues to, to grow and grow, then it starts impacting the rest of your body. It starts impacting your lymph nodes and your blood vessels once it's broken through that muscle layer of the colon. And then when it hits stage four, it can metastasize and it can travel throughout your body. And it starts out with the colon, but the next thing you know, you've got you know kidney or lung or whatever else because all of, you know, so many of your most important organs are just all right there together. So what affects one is going to start affecting the others. I think you can kind of understand that if you know it's affecting, if it gets to stage three and it's affecting your lymph nodes or your blood vessels, because those blood vessels are moving blood around uh, there. And it's going to help the cancer cells travel that much quicker throughout your bottom and through your body. And it will go throughout your entire body. And you're going to start maybe just noting basic symptoms. No, you could notice that you're having, you know, abdominal pain and that pain could be throughout, you know, your, your body there. It's hard to really know what's hurting when everything's right uh, in the middle of your body. You're going to, you could notice that you're fatigued more, changes in your, your stool, you're bloating. It could be that you're losing weight. So don't, you know, just, you know, get excited. Cool. I'm losing weight understand your body. If you're losing weight and you haven't done anything or made any changes, then it could not be a, a good thing. But more than 60% of colorectal cancers can be prevented just by simple screenings. And the best screening is a colonoscopy. Okay, Because um, again, organs most involved in colon cancer is going to be your liver, your lungs, or even into your bones, okay? There's a lot of things that can make you more at risk for colorectal cancer, your your age. That's why uh, about 50 years old is kind of when they started, you know, recommending you have a colonoscopy. For some people, it's, it's younger, um, depending, again, upon your family history or whatnot. It could be that you have certain genetic markers that make you more predisposed for having colorectal cancer. If you've had uh, inflammatory bowel disease, or again, if you have a family history of that, you're more likely to develop up to two to four times more likely um, to develop colorectal cancer, okay? So we wanna make sure that you understand um, that this is something you need to, to be concerned about. African-Americans and Hispanics tend to be diagnosed at later stages, maybe because they're not having the their preventive screenings. Um, obesity is a health factor. Every time your BMI goes up, you're, you're, you have increased your risk just by 5% there. 
as well as just your personal history of cancer, radiation, and you know, in throughout your body. You can also eat better to improve your uh, or decrease your risk for colorectal cancer. Eat foods with lots of fiber. The bacteria in your colon ferments the fiber, and the bacteria creates good short-chain fatty acids that can stop cancer cells from growing. And that's what we want to do, okay? As well as fiber just helps you feel fuller. So maybe that you're eating less, and maybe you can lose weight that way too. We want you to aim for about 30 grams to 35 grams of fiber per day. So reading your nutrition labels is going to be important. It'll tell you how many grams of dietary fiber are in each serving, you know, of whatever food. And that's one reason that we want you to eat at home instead of going out to eat is because you can read the labels on all the boxes, bags, or cans that you are eating. You don't get that kind of nutritional analysis on a menu at a restaurant. So, but good sources of fiber are your, your whole grain products. And the whole grains are those foods that the first ingredient says whole grain. Okay. We also want you to eat more vegetables and fruit because not only are they low in calorie and typically low in fat and salt and grease and, you know, whatnot, they're also higher in fiber. They have more water in them. They have more nutrients in them. And even snacking on nuts and seeds are a, a good way as well. They give you the kind of that, you know, punch of fiber, and they're a healthy addition to your diet. But everything in moderation. So I don't want you to get a big old bucket of, of nuts and seeds and just keep eating it because it still has calories and it still has fats. They are typically unsaturated fats in your nuts and seeds. So those are your good, heart-healthy fats. But too much of even a good thing can be bad in certain ways, shapes, and forms. So adding more color to your plate. This will help you if you're a diabetic, if you have heart disease, as well as help you prevent certain forms of cancer, such as colon cancer. Okay? Um, those grain products that I mentioned, you know, the, the whole uh, grain bread or the whole wheat bread, the brown rice, the whole, um, you know, grain spaghetti noodles, the cereal that has the first ingredient as a whole grain. Not only is it giving you more fiber, but it's giving you more nutrients. So many, you know, vitamins and minerals, you know, vitamin E, vitamin B, copper, zinc, selenium, all these things that so many people are taking all of these vitamins or these supplements. And if your doctor has prescribed those or told you to, to do that, then please continue to do that. But we, we want to make sure that you're having that discussion with your doctor what vitamins and minerals am I low in? And ask them, you know, okay, what foods can I eat to increase my level of those vitamins and minerals? And if you need help with that, we can tell you what foods are typically, you know, higher in certain vitamins and, and minerals so that you don't have to just go and buy another yet another pill for you to, to take. Again, have that discussion with your doctor if you should be taking vitamins or supplements and which ones are best for you. They can only tell you that because they know your history and they know your health conditions. Okay? I just want you to eat your vitamins and minerals. You know? So I want you to get it from your fruits and your veggies because your fruits and veggies are going to have those things. They're going to have so many good you know, phytochemicals, which is just another way of saying plant chemicals. 
it gives us so many different nutrients there, you know, such as your, um, you know, your carrots. They have the carotenoids and your uh your celeries and your onions and those kinds of things are going to have your your flavonoids. These are different plant chemicals that are helping different things within your body. It's helping your body, um, you know, fight off uh, illnesses, keep your immune system strong. It's helping, you know, uh, the different cells within our body talk and communicate with each other. It's helping slow down the growth of certain types of cancer, slow down your risk for uh, inflammation. There are so many different things that we need to do and just improving your diet and your nutrition can help you um, decrease your risk of, of colon cancer as well as other certain types of cancer too. If you are interested in learning more about what you need to eat to fight off certain cancers, then again, we have a variety of different nutrition classes, information, resources, whatever else. So we want to make sure that you are contacting the extension office. Always check us out on Facebook so um, and Instagram at Person Granville FCS. We have a variety of different workshops, some of them um, virtually that you can check us out on our um, extension Eventbrite page and find out what virtual workshops we have coming up. The Person County Extension Office is located in the Person County Office Building in um, kind of on that middle floor, on the first floor there. And, uh, you can always um, drop by. It's easier if you, if you let us know that you're coming because we do serve both Person and Granville County. So to make sure that I am in that particular office to give you some handouts would, would be helpful. So just give us a call and set up a meeting. And then our Granville County Office is uh, located at 125 Oxford Outer Loop. Uh, you can, again, shoot me an email or let me know if you have any specific questions. And we can provide information about what recommendations there are for kind of the new American plate. You know, what the My Plate is, what are some foods to avoid? I mean, for colon cancer, there are always definitely foods that you uh, avoid. Um, processed meats. You know, all of the, the deli and ham and turkey and salami and those kinds of things, eating so much more of those. I'm not saying you can't have it, okay, but eating less of it, limiting your intake of these things. Certain red meats can be, you know, harmful to our colorectal health. But it's not that you can't have it. It's just making sure you're watching portion sizes. So it's recommended about, you know, uh, four to six ounces is a serving there. And only having... You know, it may be three or so times uh, a week. We can give you so much more information. And as always, smoking. It's a risk factor for developing uh, colorectal cancer, as well as we mentioned colorectal cancer is very closely linked to lung cancer there. And it definitely increases your risk for cancer if you are smoking, not being physically active, or eating not as healthy as you can. So contact us, the Extension Office, and we can help you get some more information about basic small changes that you can make. We are going to get another word on from one of our sponsors, and we'll be back to finish our Gardener's Corner in just a moment. Jason Acock, Auctioneering, NCAL 6679, announces an auction to be held for 
Scott Ramsey Construction on Saturday, March 2nd at 10 a.m. Sale site address 1777 Union Chapel Road in Buffalo Junction, Virginia. This auction will be held rain or shine. No bias premium will be charged. Bid in person or bidding available through proxy bid. Up for auction on Saturday, March 2nd at 10 a.m. Construction equipment, tractor, trucks, trailers, mowers, lots other equipment including small tools. For terms, more information and to view photographs of some of the items up for auction, log on to jasonacockauctioneering.com. You can also call Jason at 919-495-0285. This auction again will be held Saturday, March 2nd at 10 a.m. at 1777 Union Chapel Road in Buffalo Junction, Virginia. Call Jason Acock at 919-495-0285 for more information. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Gardener's Corner. I'm Jennifer Brown with the Family Consumer Science Program within the North Carolina Cooperative Extension Service in person in Granville counties. Over um, before the break, we talked about the MedSouth program and all of the programs that we are doing during the month of March, which is National Nutrition Month. We also um, talked a little bit about colon cancer because March is uh, Colon Cancer Awareness Month. And if you'd like further information on any of the programs, the workshops, the meetings, all the different things that, that we discuss, again, don't forget to go to our Facebook and Instagram pages at Person Gramble FCS or to find out about some of our virtual workshops that we have either hosted by myself or within the district, then we have our extension event right page where you can scan that QR code to register for some of our meetings. So um, now we want to talk a little bit about uh, an upcoming uh, initiative that we're still kind of hashing out all the details. But I've talked about overall health and wellness. And we want to get out more into the communities. We do workshops at a variety of different places, such as uh, the senior centers, the the libraries, community centers. Um, But we want to kind of streamline our focus over the next couple of months into the faith-based communities. So if you are a member of a church or if you are... um, you know, uh, a lay leader or a, even a pastor your, yourself, then this next segment is for you. We want to implement the Faithful Families Program in Person uh, County is going to be where we're focused on. But we may be doing it virtually, so it may completely be open to Granville County as, as well. But one of the um, priorities within the community health assessment out of Person County has been to help further our reach out into the communities. And there's plenty of churches everywhere. So we want to let you know about this program. Now, at the end of March, we are going to be doing a um, kind of an informational session or a you might call it a um 
you know, a session zero. So we're not starting the program yet, but we're going to provide information on what it entails. Okay. So to give you a little um, brief overview of um, what we are, are focused on is uh, here's the Faithful Families program, or this is the brochure for it. So um, the main mission is we want to inspire our faith communities to serve as health champions for the families and individuals that are not only just members of their congregation, but are within their communities. So it used to be called Faithful Families Eating Smart and Moving More. We've tweaked it uh, a little bit. The name is Faithful Families Thriving Communities because we want to use the faith community or help the faith community reach the families and to help grow their families so that they can be thriving members of the community. We can do this a couple of different ways. So I'm going to kind of go over the the three different things that we have uh, available and you can reach out. You can always um, check us out again online to learn about this information session, to register for that. We're still working out all the logistics right now. But um, maybe by the time this airs on March 1st, it will um, maybe that flyer will be ready. But we can provide direct peer education. So I myself are a facilitator of the Faithful Families community. I can uh, work with churches to present uh, two different series. So we have one that's just Eat Smart and Move More curriculum. It's a nine lesson series. Or we also have a four chronic disease lesson series. So you can do either or it used to be you had to do the eat smart before you got the chronic disease. But um, they have been tweaked enough that they are two separate curriculum that you could do it in, in either order. Our plan over this spring is to start with the chronic disease series. It's only four lessons. We're interested in hearing from churches, and that's why we're going to have the info session on whether they would prefer to um, do this either, you know, weekly, bi-monthly, monthly, what they think would be best for, for them and their congregation. Now, what this entails is not necessarily a series for everyone. We help train um, the church members, the lay leaders. So we get a, a facilitator, myself, and we get some lay leaders. Usually we like two or three people from each church. And we work together to teach them these uh, different lessons. The members of the church, the lay leaders, are the ones that kind of bring in that spiritual aspect of it. They're the ones who help with discussion questions help lead some of the discussion prompts in each lesson. So again, there's a a four-session series and there's a nine-session series. Our focus is on chronic disease right now because that is one of our priorities within the community health assessment. If you are not interested for your church or you don't think your church is ready for the direct education lessons or classes, then we have what's called PSE support. Policy, systems, and environments. So maybe there's something specific within your church you want to focus on. It could be there's, you know, a, you know, one policy that you want to change, you want to create. Maybe the environment isn't set up at your, your church to help promote health and wellness. We get more specific in our info session that we'll host at the end of this month to help provide information about what are some examples of PSE changes. 
but it could be something simple that we are going to have a food policy for every time we serve food, we're going to make sure that we have at least one healthy option. You know, and it could be you're just going to focus on beverages. We're going to make sure we always have water uh, available. We're going to make sure that we always have some, you know, like a veggie tray or, or, or just something. It could be a variety of things. We go over examples of what we're, what we're talking uh, about that. We also want to make sure that the faith community is engaged in the overall community and that you're aware of the resources that are out there. In both Person and Granville counties, there are a variety of different resources. Some are available for the faith-based community. Some are, are not. Some might just be uh, available for the individuals in your, your community. And it's your job as a faith community, maybe, or you feel it's your job, to share that knowledge out. We have a lot of different churches and groups that want to host a health fair maybe once a year or every other year. But that's about all that they do to help the health and wellness of their their community. We can help discuss, is there anything else that you're interested in or that you want to do? As I, I mentioned, we train the lay leaders or the two or three members of the church to help co-teach this curriculum. You act as a liaison between the extension office and the uh, the faith-based organization, the church. Okay. It, it mentions that there are a couple of different lessons there. It's not just eating well. It's eating well out, you know, when you're out of the house, eating well at the house, when focusing on physical activity. There's so many different things uh, about this, and it has been extremely successful. Data from um, the agencies that have taught this within North Carolina show that 93% of participants made positive changes. Um in some form of nutrition practice or some form of, you know, food resource management. And that there have been over 250 policy and environmental changes that have helped improve the health and wellness or physical activity in the the faith communities. So if you are a member of a church, if you are interested in uh, helping us with this initiative or just learning more, the information session does not... um, you don't guarantee you for for anything. We're just going to provide you some information about the um, Faithful Families program. You've got my email there on the screen. It's jennifer.brown at ncsu.edu. We are planning to have this uh, informational session to help provide more information about the Faithful Families initiative on Monday, March 25th. Again, we will have the registration link, the the time, the details, everything on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. So you can just go there and register, or you can always email me or call me at the Person County Extension office. And if you're interested, I want to make sure that you are aware of some other events coming up in the community. As I've said, it's important whether you're a part of a faith community or not, to be actively engaged in your community. So in Granville County, the uh, Granville County or North Carolina Cooperative Extension Service will be at the Community Resource Festival setting up a booth 
on March 13th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Vance Granville Community College Center in the Civic Center thing. So come and check us out if you we're going to have organizations from both Granville and Vance County there. If you are interested in learning more about the Cooperative Extension Service and what initiatives, programs, or even just resources we can share with you. Currently, we also have planned to be at a free community health day on Saturday, March 30th from 9 until 1 at the Person County Office building. This is a free community health day event hosted by Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, which is a Sigma Nu Omega chapter. They are accepting canned goods to support the Christian Help Center that day. You can always uh, you know, come visit the Extension Office booth, bring some canned goods to help the Christian Health Center, and they're going to have a variety of different health organizations and health screenings, such as a bone marrow screening, blood pressure checks. They're going to have an on-site blood drive and even provide CPR training. You can scan the QR code to register for that event. We hope to see you at either of these uh, community festivals during the month of March. You can get more information about some of our National Nutrition Month activities, ask me questions about the Faithful Families program, sign up and register for our Lunch and Learn or the Med South program. We hope to see you, um, you know, at one of these events. And please feel free to always email us or follow us online. Join us at one of our, our virtual webinars to get more information about how you can eat well, live well and be well throughout the month of March, as well as, you know, much, much longer into the the future there. Our Cooperative Extension Service has a variety of programs that we do, but over the next couple of months, as you can see, we're really focused on chronic disease, either prevention and or management. And if you have any other uh, specific health questions or, you know, you have, you need recipes or whatever, the Extension Office in person in Granville Counties can always help you provide uh, or help provide you with resources there. And we can let you know about other resources that are available in both communities. But one of the best ways to do that is to be active in your community. You can uh, volunteer at an organization. The Extension Office has a variety of different programs that we do with myself as well as some of our other Extension agents. And we are always looking for volunteers, whether you like to, um, you know, do stuff around your home, if you like to garden, if you like to uh, help with youth programs, we have anything and all of that at the Extension Office. So we're going to, um, you know, end our Gardener's Corner program for the day. Thank you for tuning in this week. And thank you to all of our sponsors for helping sponsor this program. We're going to hear from just another one of them. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. Here is a March 2024 message from T.G. Brooks Supply Company as we head into spring 2024. T.G. Brooks Supply Company in Timberlake reminds everyone that you still have time for a weed-free and healthy lawn by applying pre-emergent weed control, both granular and with slow-release fertilizer. This will provide up to eight months of weed control on lawn weeds that make your lawn hard to manage. Transform your lackluster lawn into a lush and beautiful landscape. They have plenty of fertilizer, lime, and weed control to get you off to a proper spring start. 
And so that you can have the prettiest lawn and be the envy of the neighborhood, they have hardwood and dyed mulches by the scoop and pine mulch by the bag. They have all of the most popular lawn and garden chemicals like insecticides, herbicides, and they have plenty of your soils like topsoil, bulk planting soil, potting soil, cow manure, and they have pine needles. They have for sale or rent spreaders, power pluggers, and plenty of tools to do the work, plus wheelbarrows, and further to beautify, they have stepping stones and wall stones. Also, plenty of friendly advice from years of experience on helping Personians and folks from the surrounding area to beautify their lawns and have healthy gardens. While you're there, be sure to check upstairs for Maybell's Boutique, where you will find available children's clothing, shoes, and other great selections. T.G. Brook Supply Company and Maybell's Boutique make every week complete. 411 Helena Mariah Road in Timberlake. Phone 336-364-3016.